0: Welcome to the Coach House Beacons. Hello everybody, Uh, my name is Jamie and welcome to this beacon. This is part three of my mini-series about not settling for less. If you haven't listened to the other two, it'd be a great place to start. In part one, I brought the basic idea that if we truly want to pursue our purpose and reach our full potential in life, then we must face up to these two truths. Number one, God has placed more within us than we realise. And number two, we're likely to have settled for the life we are living right now. So in the previous two parts, we looked at needing a clean heart, a clean mind, and we concluded with looking at understanding and using the gifts God has given to us. So, let's begin. You see, as you follow the path towards fulfilling your God-given potential, you'll discover, rather quickly, that you don't walk it alone. You'll not arrive at the fullness of your potential without getting and giving help along the way. No one lives in isolation. All of us have and need relationships. They determine, to a great extent, how successful and joyful we are. Our relationships make it possible for us to pursue various goals and engage in various activities. And they play a key role in helping us overcome adversities and hardships. All of the previous topics we've covered in this mini-series relate to the way you interact with people. The lives of others, in turn, impact yours and my understanding of what it means to live in a forgiven, intimate, pure relationship with God and his children. Through our relationships, we learn what it means to have a clear mind what it means to have and use your natural and ministry-motivated gifts, and what it means to live in as much health and vitality as you can. When we look to the Bible, we see it's filled with stories of people who accomplish great things, but only because they were in a relationship with others. Let's look at Noah. Noah and his three sons and their families helped him, Built the ark. Wasn't nowhere on his own. Moses worked as a team with various people, including Aaron and Joshua, in his leadership role of the Israelites. Nehemiah rebuilt the broken walls and gates of Jerusalem. Not quite sure he did it on his own. I think he would have needed a lot of help. And Paul had many associates, including Timothy, Barnabas, Silas, Titus and Luke, as he traveled tens of thousands of miles spreading the words of Jesus. You know what? Even Jesus, yes, I know, even Jesus chose 12 men to surround and help him in practical ways. And he developed such a strong, strong, and he developed such a strong bond with them that every one of them was willing to die for him. See, God's plan for each of us is to be in relationships that provide mutual help and assistance. As much as we need others for help and friendships, they need you for the same reasons. To a great extent, your relationships determine the ways in which you pursue your potential and accomplish God's plan for your life. Choose to make relationships that God honours, blesses and uses for his purposes. Ask him to send the right people to you, helping you to discern whether a relationship is right for you. Trust God to be an active participant for good in every relationship he encourages you to develop. Now finally, do you talk with God about your plans? Or do you hurl yourself, a little bit like me, into an almost frantic routine each day? Do you rush from place to place and job to job, thinking that in all of your business you are accomplishing real work or establishing real relationships? The truth is, a balanced life is structured according to the purpose that God has established for your life. If we look to Jesus as our example, he structured his life according to the Father's plan. His schedule did not rule him. Jesus also approached his life in a few ways that are particularly relevant to us today. Jesus never attempted to justify his plans or make excuses for any aspect of it. He didn't say, as many people do today, I just needed to get away or please forgive me but I just don't have time to. Jesus lived his entire life without relying on the approval of other people. He saw only to please his heavenly father and do what God told him to do. You can read that in John 5, 19. He was never quick or flustered when it came to his plans. He didn't rush from place to place. In fact, for purposes that even his close team thought were a mystery, he willfully waited in Jericho even after he received news that Lazarus was very ill. We obviously now know in retrospect that he did that for the amazing testimony of raising Lazarus from the dead. But at that time, Jesus' disciples just didn't understand. They didn't understand his apparent laid-back approach to the situation. Jesus didn't find his schedule to be stressful. He did the things that were important and let the unimportant things go by. Now, if, like me, at times you feel your schedule has gotten completely out of balance, take some time to gain control by reflecting upon and evaluating how and where you've been spending your time. Perhaps we should all ask ourselves the following questions. What am I doing? Which of these things is absolutely vital to my fulfilling my potential and purpose? doing what God's created me to be and do? What do I really need to do? What do I need to let others do? And what doesn't need to be done at all? Some answers to these questions may be difficult and you may need to make tough choices about your time, your work and your current relationships. But there is no doubt that there are changes that you can make that will minimise stress, streamline your day and help you get more out of every hour that God's gifted you. So let's ask Jesus today to reveal these changes. And then once you are aware of them, act on them. Then pray frequently and regularly to the Lord to help you remain flexible and to be wise in the way you spend your life. So as we finish, let's just read that in Psalm 90, 12 to 17. Oh, teach us to live well. Teach us to live wisely and well. Come back, Lord. How long do we have to wait? And treat your servants with kindness for a change. Surprise us with love at daybreak, then we'll skip and dance all the day long. Make up for the bad times with some good times. We've seen enough evil to last a lifetime. Let your servants see what you're best at, The ways you rule and bless your children. And let the loveliness of our Lord, our God, rest on us, confirming the work that we do. Oh, yes, affirm the work that we do. I hope you have a blessed day. Coach House Beacons, the Coach House Church Daily Devotional. To find out more, join us on Facebook, Instagram, or on our website at www.coachhousechurch.org.